listening to the oneofus.net podcast network one of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions we do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads but on a case-by-case basis if you're interested in that contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com with the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, this is Bradley Martin, and today I'm going to be talking Summerween. Woo, spooky, scary. And if you've seen The Night House, Rebecca Hall is back, this time in a film called Resurrection. Ooh, so spooky, scary. Rebecca Hall plays a successful as hell mother, single mother, named Margaret who splashes that cash and gets what she wants. When Tim Roth, goes by the name of David, comes back in her life and carrying in his belly is her haunted past and uh, just an outstanding trauma that still has me a little bit shook. Lots of metaphors, psychological thrillings going on. And Margaret, played by Rebecca Hall, has to keep everything together to make sure that her daughter, Abby, still maintains a relationship with her before she goes off to college. Abby, played by Grace Kaufman. With me to talk about this crazy, spooky, scary-go-nuts movie, someone who always has a nice uh, red wine with his baby back ribs, Frank is with us. Um. Well, I drink white wine, but when I do drink wine, but oh, yeah, I do like ribs. <laughs> you got that sticky, non-sticky, you know, off, you know, falling. Yeah, dry rub, and, wet. I'm not picky yeah. with my ribs. <laughs> and she's not just a president of the Rebecca Hall fan club; she's a super fan as well. Jordan is with us. Yes, of the only <laughs> fan club in existence. I thought you were going to say she's also a member, Bradley. <laughs> I totally I was bought the you. first yeah. member. Thank you very fucking there you go. much. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> so when I say this is a bit weird, I honestly <laughs> don't even know how to <laughs> to get into why it's weird without spoiling some shocking revelations. Would you say that it's even a... Like what? What is the genre of this very? Yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't think that the, culty I don't thriller. think this is a horror film at all. And I, I, I'm really, okay. um, I, I, it's one of those instances where just people are just lumping. It's um, not no. It's l- not into, in, into I, Yeah, and I don't want this to be lumped. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like a lot of people will be. I mean, this is purely squarely a thriller. Um, yeah, that it's does a have psych- some 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 sort of like heightened elements later on, uh, or fairly early on. But um, this stays for the most part, in the real world. It is a very real-world real thriller, and I think to sort of, like, lump it in a genre like horror, it sort of diminishes what this movie really is about, which is something that's quite important. 
This is a very cerebral, psychological thriller. Mm. It really mm-hmm. is. It's a bigger budget Lifetime movie that is way weirder than you'd expect. I will say I'd watch this over any Flowers in the Attic movie. I know what you mean by Lifetime, but at the same time, I think that this... When it's when it's playing it seriously and it's no not, it, it uh, no it is do, do you know I, what I mean like like it goes deeper than 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 that in terms of uh in terms of the trauma anyways no I do yeah no I do know what you mean and I do also want to say I don't mean that in a diminishing way it's like that that it, that that's just a sort of genre and presentation that you know leapt to my you know, the forefront of my mind as I was watching this. This movie is very, it is honestly very timely with, uh, you know, with just how much more we're willing to accept and call out, you know, toxic behavior in men and their abusiveness. And by the way, thank fuck we, thank fuck I'm the female representation on this. Because God knows this would need some fucking estrogen. This actually does address um, domestic abuse in a very um, unusual way, uh, a new way, but 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 in a very like stirring way. No, it, it it does. And what I will say is that while I do think this is a pretty well-made movie, it is very much a movie that is carried by its performances particularly yes rebecca hall who is just once again exceptional here she is just one of i i truly do think one of the best working actresses today because she is just incredible and has and, and just has this great presence to her on screen and well tim roth playing a creepy bastard like only Tim Roth can. Well, I think one of the one of the brilliant things about his performance and really it's it's him working with it's an actor that that's really in sync with the material. Um I I love that uh he doesn't need to be explicitly violent in his scenes. Um you know his hold on her is so apparent and is so strong that it just it, you know it just na- he just naturally imparts fear and menace. Menace. He just he just has to show up. Yeah. That's, no. That's, that's, I all, mean... that's all he has to do. And and the way he just plays it very calmly and controlled. There, you know, there's, there's no hysterics or anything like like that. And that's what makes it you know so chilling. And I think that you know that's that that's both like I said the actor and the script working harmoniously together. Well, the writer of the script was Andrew Simmons, who was also the director of the script. He hasn't written or directed anything, at least according to IMDb, in 10 years. And that last credit was for something called Nancy Please in 2012, which I'm kind of interested to check out after seeing this. Nancy uh, Please? Nancy? Nancy, comma, please. please. Yes. Nancy Please. Help me figure Nancy, out the script please. for Resurrection. Nancy, please shut the fuck up, Nancy. <laughs> now, what I liked about the uh, kind of this new wave of I've suffered trauma in movies, so many films when I was a child, 
the trauma was conquered and it was never a problem again. And I'm ecstatic to see, especially after reading so much uh, mental health books, that trope is finally being retired. Yeah. Rebecca Hall and the trauma she suffered, she'll have good days, she'll have bad days, but she'll always have days in which this could be, after this horrible thing she's been through, I mean, rear its ugly head and be a problem. And I just love this performance by Rebecca Hall and her insecurities, her anxieties, and her courage to share and face this horrible thing she's, that well, happened. So when we meet her, she's been permanently, like she's still permanently um, suffering from it. I mean, she, she's put herself back together as much as she can. Um, but you can tell that, that, that this is a woman that is, you can tell that, 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 that she's not who she should be, really. I'm, um, yeah. I mean, she's sleeping with a married coworker. Yeah. And, and and because that that's that's a safe that's safe for her. You yeah, know? it's very safe. I mean, yeah. yeah, I and I do want to say, Bradley, I'm glad you brought that up. That is something I was going to mention as well. Because as very good someone with how how what's a nice way my therapist would put it? Uh, ass load of trauma. They're not here. Just say whatever. It is. Okay, <laughs> a fuck load of trauma. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean. Do I wish I could uh face the issues I've had to deal with, and the others that have popped up ever since uh, you know, coming to terms with myself and going to therapy that I could stab it in the face repeatedly, maybe with a soldering iron. Yeah, I wish I could actually do that and never speak of it again. <laughs> but you, but, but in, the real, in the real world, you don't have that luxury. No, I don't, and I don't have yeah. a Xanax prescription, sadly. <laughs> but uh, the meds I do have kind of kick ass. But yeah, <laughs> w- w- what this, w- what Rebecca Hall was able to convey, and that is also on the part of Andrew Seaman's uh, direction is that, no, it's going to stay with you. It is going to fuck you up. And often, not in noticeable ways. Like, you're not going to be, you're you're not going to be able to fully see it on the surface. Like, some days, I, I will seem probably completely fine. But I can tell you deep down, There is probably something I've thought about from my past or something that probably happened as recent as, say, two days ago that is eating away at me inside, no matter how well I've dealt with it, it's going to affect me. Yeah, and I felt that Rebecca Hall conveyed that perfectly. Go ahead, Frank. Yeah, I think that that's the one thing about trauma, and that's the one thing this movie does really well about trauma that you can rebound, but you're never going to be uh, who you were before. I, that that's just, I mean, who you were before. No, your co- whatever no, trauma, your your that completion, gone. your completion rating will not be a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You can be, uh, you know, you, you can rebound. You can, you can. You can be a different person. You can be a whole, complete person, but you're never going to be who you were before that. 
that happened to you. And I got to say, I really did like, um, excuse me, I, lo I love the, uh, the, the portrait of trauma here. Um, that, that, that brilliant, brilliant monologue, which, which, she, de which she delivers so well. Um, you know what I'm talking about in her office. Yeah. I mean, um, the, wait, the one that opens the movie, more or less. No, no, no. The one where um, it's 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 after he shows up. You know, it's later. Ah, it's late yeah. Okay, night. I know the one you you're talking one? about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, she has an intern named uh, Gwen, played by Angela Wong Carbone. And, yeah. So she. Uh, uh, Rebecca Hall does a lot of uh, exposition on her past. And she uh, she, she and, unloads onto yeah. her, and it, it's 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 so real. It's so raw. What, whatever happens in this film, in terms of you know, the the plot mechanics and um you know the the sort of thriller elements the sort of surreal elements that come up every now and again i think that is when that scene that extended scene is when the movie is at its strongest um because it gives and it's the reason that you don't really need to see um the tim roth character uh, be violent because it paints such a striking portrait of abuse and trauma um it, that it you know, it's it, it's it's so visceral, and you know, I've thankfully never been in a in an abusive relationship. I'm I, I'm a Me Too survivor, um, I'm a rape survivor, and you know, I had a boyfriend that was really mean, but I've never been there. But it does it does strike a chord with anybody who's ever been in a situation that that's yeah that that's altered them in such a profound way. Um, it it it's such a raw, real uh, real scene, and that I think that is. The movie's like shining moment to be honest it, with you yeah it really is Agreed. and honestly that 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 scene that that is pretty much just a clear-cut great example of trauma dumping which as me and frank would know in the queer dating scene <laughs> that's like first base oh uh, well. <laughs> well uh <laughs> what too real no, well, no, 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 no. I'm actually in a good relationship right now. So. No, I know. Oh, I'm, I'm good, good. <laughs> good. Well, well, okay. Well, at least in the trans dating scene, that's first base. <laughs> I can tell you from experience. Uh, well, before our final thoughts, I, I did want to get something from each of you on not just Angela Wong Carbone as Gwen, but also Grace Kaufman as Abby, two uh, very much supporting roles and written as such. How awesome is that? What did you think of those two young actresses? I really liked uh, Gwen. I mean, her character, you know, had a purpose. Uh, she's more or less like a bit of a framing device to help us get to know Margaret and what her past is. You know, because it kind of parallels to to Gwen's present. And I thought she did a good job. When she talks about her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Grace Kaufman as Abby, I thought she was great. I mean, I can only imagine that is how some of the people around me have acted as I've, uh, as I've spiraled. I mean, I, I mean, I had to take, a, I mean, I had to take essentially a grippy socks vacation, a stay in the psych ward. Uh, at one point in 2019. So I, I can only imagine, like, I guess it, having an out-of-body experience, seeing 
that reaction because this movie is very real about it. I I mean I've I mean I haven't gone through like anything like too phys not like really physically abusive, but emotionally abusive, which just really does a number on you. Well, yes, and the emotional abuse uh, Tim Roth as David puts on. He gaslights uh, these women, and he calls it, well, you hurt my feelings, so kindness. now what does he say? You a have nice to do me kindness. a kindness? I think, oh, for, the, I, think yeah. for the, I think for the two women, yeah. basically. I, I really liked the way they um, – that their function um, in, terms of, in terms of the Rebecca Hall character showing how, how damaged she still was. The fact that that the seeing her the way she interacted with these two women, who are both you know stable and um, I don't want to use the the I hate using the the term normal because what does that even really mean anymore? But you don't know what I mean like stable and um what what not and her inability to relate to them in a certain way in in a way that 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 the way she's been rewired after the relationship with David, um, she can only relate to them the way she can now. Um, so I thought their exchanges were really interesting. I think their purpose in showing how, how, how the Rebecca Hall character herself functions now and will probably always function. I thought that was really interesting. That that's that was my big takeaway from, from those scenes. Really? I'll carry that into your final thoughts, Frank, for this film. I, uh, you know, we, we haven't talked a lot about the, uh, the, you know, the twist that happens, and obviously because it is a twist, and we don't want to give them too much away. I, I really didn't care for that element. I, I thought it, it was unnecessary. Unnecessary. We, um, I, I, I imagined them, the filmmakers feeling that it was going to work, uh, differently than it does, but, um, this film exists uh, for far too long in the real world. In the real world, that it's difficult to accept when it goes into the, you know, fantasy world, for lack of a better term. Um, I think that is is where it loses its, its footing. Um, but I think as a portrait of abuse, it's it's really great. And seeing the, the Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth's characters um, get progressively um, you know, more into this situation that that they're in. I mean, it's the ultimate form of manipulation on his part and uh, the ultimate form of obsession on her part. Um, and, it's, and it is obsession. It's, it's obsession that's so consuming and watching her get progressively unraveled is, it makes this movie compelling, you know, from start to finish. Um, I think this is, for, for, for all its flaws, this is an important film. It is a well-made film. I think its aims, for the most part, were met. Uh, I think Rebecca Hall, again, you know, I love her choices as an actress in terms of projects. I love what she brings to her characters. I love that she gives herself so much to her characters in the way that, um, you know, every actress should. Uh, that being said, uh, this is a really great film. It's an important film. I'm glad it's out there, and I really feel that it's going to reach the people that it's meant it's meant to reach. So uh, I've got to give this 
seven out of ten <laughs> um, things you pull out of the oven that are way more burned than you than you expect them to be, or that should be even, <laughs> because that that yeah. that should not be that charred. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> yeah, this movie is is very timely in a lot of ways and it's portrayal of these issues of these themes of how it, uh, of mental health as well is very stark in just how true they're able to Convey them. And yes, uh, Rebecca Hall is sensational here. I thought she was incredible. And Tim Roth was sufficiently just unsettling as well. This movie does a lot that conveys the mindset of what happens to someone who's been through this and who has... Who has managed to come out of the other side of their trauma, but still not be fully complete mm -mm. Yeah. because of it. Because you're never really going to be complete. And yeah, the third act of this movie just goes in a complete different direction that really unsettled me. In a different way, because it's like, God, you were doing so good. But I really still, in my heart, do have to recommend this movie. Primarily because of Rebecca Hall. Because of the themes it touches on. Because of how, like, in some ways, this movie helped me in fervor, just accepting I'm not going to be okay, but that's fine. And that this movie can help someone else. Just maybe turn it off before the third act. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was stuck on what my rating was going to be, but I'm going to go ahead and mm -hmm. give it seven and a half awkward cab rides out of ten. <laughs> yeah. 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 My rating will It'd be very similar to that. A uh, huge Rebecca Hall fan. I love these monologues so much. And any time that she's going over her past with her co-worker or just talking to Abby about wanting to keep her safe, that was so raw as well. Because Abby can see her mother is having a mental breakdown and needs help. But the mother is saying, no, I keep you safe. And again, it avoids the ridiculous tropes where the kid is all like, I trust you, you know, because no, who, yeah. who, who has the wisdom and know how to do that? To or that, even that. That was actually a very, yeah. very brilliant move. Like, no, this is fucked up. You know, you yes. are not right right now. Right. Yes, I love that. I have no idea what happened in the third act. And I don't mean that as in, I don't know what happened. Like, what is that? What is the end of this movie? I am so confused. And luckily, though, if you do get someone to watch this with, they'll ignore the third act, too, and talk about everything else that was so profound about this. So I'm giving this one as well. Seven out of ten 
Uber drivers that uh, drive me away as fast as they can from the end of this confusing uh, end question mark. So I mean, I guess it's, it's that fucking ending.